Is sex good for sleeping or not? So this story talks about whether or not having sex uh, before bedtime, I guess you could say, uh, actually makes you sleepy or if it kind of keeps you up. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I would say that nine times out of ten, it makes people sleepy. It makes me sleepy. Uh, Beth it has the opposite effect. Yeah, it just energizes her? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, if it's bedtime anyway, I think I think this is a leading like study because i mean not leading but like um skewed i guess what also it also talks about some of the reasons why though right but if it's bedtime uh and you're gonna go to bed anyway wouldn't it just follow that you're already sleepy you're You're saying yeah you're already in bed yeah but then there's the um and I'm I'm no biologist, but I thought what's two episodes in a row with the sex talk, Eric? I don't know, buddy. <laughs> but uh, but you know the endorphins that release, right? Right. That's I'm sure there's biological about. reasons that it does make you sleepy, but I bet there's also biological reasons for some people why it waken makes them perks them up, right? Well, because obviously it's it's arousing. It is. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, th- so what this story talked about was, especially for women, it enhances uh, the REM stage in giving you a deeper slumber uh, than if you didn't have sex prior to going to sleep. Wait, it's supposed to help women? Yeah. It also talks about how n- a lack of sleep can hurt your sex drive and make you want less sex. So it could be a revolving circle here, too. Oh, yeah, I think lack of sleep uh, beyond just sex, I think it... I mean, I think that's the worst thing you can do. I think you can get away with eating crappy food sometimes. Or, I mean, I think lack of sleep, to me, it's huge. Like, if you give me two nights where I don't sleep more than, you know, if I go like five, six hours, two nights in a row, I'll almost automatically get sick, I feel like. And then you're, you know, groggy at work. And there's the whole thing about um, tired driving. It's actually like more dangerous than drunk driving, or like as dangerous. I forget right. what, but I think it's, it might actually be more dangerous. So, yeah, lack of sleep. I mean, beyond sex, it affects everything. I think, P- and people who function on four hours, I don't get it. See, that's what I do. I, I sleep about four, maybe six, six hours tops. I just can't sleep. Six top. I mean, six is not terrible. Well, if you can't sleep, the study suggests that <laughs> you should. <laughs> Six, yeah, that's not enough, buddy. You got to work I got to get more. Well, obviously, I should have more sex. And then yeah. it, it would start going the other way. And then you'd lose your job, and then you wouldn't have sex again. So, God, man, this sounds like a vicious circle that I don't know if I want to get into or out of. I, it, I mean, there's <laughs> benefits for both. Uh, I think it's worth the risk. I think you try it, come back, report to us. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to... Question number one, which is, okay, so we're kind of coming up to the holidays here, and this is a time where a lot of people will bring their significant others home for the first time, and it could be a little nerve-wracking, maybe a lot of excitement, one of the two. Um, you know, how, how, how would you go about uh, introducing someone to the family, or, and, and vice versa, how would you like to be introduced to somebody else's family like kind of give me the scenarios of good bad the ugly i don't know i mean before i introduce anyone there's a lot of prep work done to my parents like <laughs> oh you do 
So oh, you yeah. give them the background. Yeah, and that they have to behave and be nice. Oh, they and do. Okay. Don't give them a hard time. I brought somebody to Thanksgiving one year and uh, he was like super like uh, sitting next to me and holding my hand and his arm around me and it was like super uncomfortable and so I had to break up with him right after he came to visit. That's, I would love to know who that was. <laughs> I, I would like to mouth the words to you because I know you know the person but that would be mean. And it's not me. It is not you. No. It is not you. Uh, yeah. I think that would be... Well, that's part of this, I think, is you can't do that, not, especially the first time. I know. It was. It made me... like. I don't think like I'm a super touchy-feely person in public anyway, so to do that in front of my parents, it was really weird. Oh, it's like he's like so staking awkward. his claim, and you're like, hey, this is my family. Well, I think you don't have to do that. I think he's probably, though, thinking, I want to show affection, and I want to... You know, I think that's his mindset. I, I wouldn't be mine, but I just, that's what I think he's thinking. What did he say when you told him? That I was breaking up with him? Yeah. Um, he was one that told me uh, that it was the wrong decision and that he would accept my phone call when I called back to say that I had changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so he's still waiting for that phone call. But, wh- I mean, what did he say? I mean, did you tell him that's the reason why? Um, there were lots of other. I mean, they, that was like number fifteen on the list. Oh, There's, so this was yeah, bound to happen anyway. Yeah, I mean, he was really nice, but just not for me. But okay, like uh, like the other one that came to mind was uh, sleeping in the same room. Never. Yeah, not in the my McGu- parents. Not in the McGuire household. My parents were like, it didn't matter. I brought my now ex husband back, and it was like a month before we're getting married, and separate beds. Oh, yeah, Even my like household, four too. days before we got married, he was in their house, separate beds, separate rooms. Which I'm a fur. I, I think, hey, their house, their rules. I'm off. I'm I'm all for it. Like when Caitlin, twenty five years, I'll do the same thing. Yeah, my grandmother. Do you think it's just because of uh, the way you grew up? There's a time and place for everything, and not in your parents' house. Right. My grandmother had to be you know in her seventies, which means my uncle was. I mean, he was had to be 50, I would guess, and uh, maybe early 50s. Brings a girlfriend uh, to Chicago to meet everybody, and she, that he, we went and got a hotel. Like, my parents was like, not in my house. My, oh. uh, my parents had like a big Christmas one year with like all my aunts and uncles and all my uncles and their girlfriends and stuff. And so my parents gave up there at like the master bedroom, and that's where the girlfriend slept. And then my uncles like had different rooms and stuff, and they're like, N- "No, this is not going to happen in our house. This is." And they were like fifty, yeah, you know, right. at least. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's different though, because when I've had when I've been dating somebody and I go to my sister's house, I we sleep in the same bed. We would sleep in the same bed there. Well, I think it's different. Your sister versus your parents. Oh wait, okay, I misunderstood you. I thought you said it was your uncles came to your house. Oh yeah, I yeah, did. but the kids. I mean, but I knowing but, like their kids Allison's were there. Parents, I know like. Our house, our kids are here witnessing, you know. Yeah. And their kids so were there, the, so I think it made... That made it different? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, when your nephew's older, you think you'd still be able to pull that off, or would they make you separate? No. I did still sleep in the same bed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if I had children, I that wouldn't bother me. No. But, I, I mean, if I brought a woman home to my parents now, we would... For sure, sleep in separate beds. Yeah. Not even a question. Oh, yeah. Not, there's never a doubt in the McGuire household. No matter how old I am. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Or, how, or how together we were either. That wouldn't make any difference at all. Yeah. Yeah. My brother-in-law, my brother's in-law, 
Um, so we had uh, it's a four bedroom house. So obviously, me and my sisters both y'all had our own rooms, and my parents obviously. Wow, so that's the bedrooms. Fancy. Yeah, really fancy four <laughs> bedrooms. It was quite something. But my point is, we didn't have like a guest bedroom necessarily. Mm. But we had a finished basement. And so the poor guys would be, you know, down. And it wasn't bad. But you're on like a pull-out couch right. in the basement. And I'm like, you know what? That's how it, that's how it goes as a boyfriend. <laughs> that's what you get. See you downstairs, buddy. Right. You know? Well, I, I okay, so you already answered that. If Caitlin, no matter what, it'd still be separate beds. How about with you? Oh, yeah. Separate beds? Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they never date. Well, yeah. I'm sure they won't. I kind of want Caitlin to be happy and have kids, but dating and all that goes with it, I'm, I'm, Amen. I'm not ready yep. for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy for me to say because I don't have kids. So. I think I'll be a really <laughs> nice guy uh, to my daughter's boyfriends unless I don't like them. And then they'll probably... Like, I won't be rude necessarily, but they probably will get a, a not a good vibe from me. Have you guys ever dated somebody where it was okay to sleep in the same bed when you were at that place well like i know that guys who i where i've gone to visit there at right. their house exactly yeah the parents have always put us in the same room um and, you and I think, maybe they were testing you and you failed were you okay no, with <laughs> no when i went to go visit uh the first time i went to go visit uh my ex-husband's family his mom was like, you know, you guys can sleep in the same room. And you know what? It's totally fine these days if you want to get pregnant before you get married. Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> Take it easy. Uh, did, you, did you sleep in the same bed then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what they had set up. I sure. Mean, sure. How about I didn't want time? to impose. No, no, I only had a couple uh, pre-Beth, but none, including Beth's, was ever a same. Uh, same bed? Never. Never same room, never same bed. A guy I dated in college, I went to go v- meet his mother and um, it was so funny because she was so nice and everything was great. But her like occupation was to make um, dolls, like um, like four foot, three and a half foot tall, oh, like cabbage man. patch doll thing. <laughs> but the whole thing was that they were they were always um, and this is a weird story. They're always made to be like looking into the corner. Oh my god! That's so, so I couldn't freaky. sleep at their house because I'd wake up because I'd see like a child there but they were just her dolls stop me if i've told this story before because that reminds me of another one where i was dating this woman and i was at her parents house and we did sleep in separate bedrooms but i would wake up in the middle of the night you go to use the restroom or go get a, a, a glass of water and i would walk out of the room and the same thing there was this giant doll sitting in the hallway and i swear to god i thought it was real Every time. <laughs> Every time I got up. And it freaked me out, like to a point where I'd jump. And I hated that thing. Yeah, if you remember the uh, the Green Lake trip yes, a few years ago. We had that too. Um, one of our buddy's daughters had like a four foot Barbie. <laughs> and I'll be damned if that four foot Barbie didn't find herself all over that house. Yeah. And one night I walked, I went up to bed, but it's probably two in the morning. <laughs> Beth and I had the upstairs to ourselves. I opened the bathroom door and that thing it's right there. there. It scared the crap out of oh, me. Oh, man. And I, started, I mean, that was hilarious, obviously. But I don't think it, anybody it should have. Those dolls should be outlawed. I, I oh, mean, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write my legislator. That's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> um, we, we've kind of touched on our dating story, but. Um, I thought it might be kind of fun to share a couple more stories. I, we've just shared, I think, two or three of, of some of our dating stories. But any interesting ones from you guys of meeting parents that either didn't go well or was a little awkward or weird or anything like that? Uh, the first time I met um, 
I dated a girl who was from Phoenix. We went to Phoenix, met her parents. I think her dad, I think he picked us up and he must have had to go back to work or something. So it was her mom sitting out by the pool and they like started opening like bottles of wine. <laughs> and it was, I think it was a technique to like learn more about me and like open me up a little bit. Oh, because like halfway through the wasted? afternoon, I'm like, I'm like, good lord, like I'm, you know, just peppering <laughs> with questions and I'm, you know. What were some of the questions I'm you remember? Very, you know, just all about my life and yeah. like all the, but you go in the same mode as like, uh, you know, you're trying to impress, uh, you know, a girl when you first, a, a lady, a, a female woman. I don't know what to call females anymore. That's another story. But anyway, um, we had an incident at work. I used the word girl and I got... Again? It didn't wasn't didn't go well. <laughs> Do we have to go over this again? They were like we 20, did this like the first or second episode. They're like twenty three years old, and I was oh, like, well. and I, to me, that's they're I don't know. But anyway, they're still a woman. They're still a woman. Yes. So I, I mean, I think that should just be your default. I didn't mean to interrupt your story, but from now on, just default a woman. Yes, but that uh, you women that can sound bad too. I don't know. Doesn't you can't win? Then ladies can sound I creepy. I think you can't win. Just say women. Women, you women, you girls. What are you, you talking to people like know. that at work? Like <laughs> anyway, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Let's was, get back to the story. Yeah, all right. Sorry. So uh, you know, so, but you find yourself trying to impress the parents then too, right? So we talked once about how you would like casually drop in, like, oh, well, it's. It's Tuesday. I need to get down to uh, La Rabita Children's Hospital and do some tutoring, you know? <laughs> so you find yourself spitting the same game to the, the mom. No, I never you know? did that, ever. I, you never really? gave of yourself? Never never, <laughs> never talked I mean. yourself up? like Not like that. No, you don't. You slip it in casually. I don't even know. Like, all right, so when you tell people <laughs> you're a television radio Yeah, reporter, when I was dating Eric, he'd be like, oh, excuse me, can we flip on Channel 9 real fast? It's because I like to watch the news. <laughs> can we flip on CLTV? I think my <laughs> episode... Uh yeah you know so I was talking to Skilling the other day yeah that he thinks there's exactly a low pressure like system me. coming I don't know he's crazy if you ask we me. should probably put down these umbrellas on the patio <laughs> so I was arm wrestling with Tom Basulo the other morning and uh, no you don't do that you don't but I think any guy and if you don't do this God more power to you in the early stages you do slip in little things to try to pump yourself up a little bit. I don't think that's unusual. I don't think it's unusual per se. I, I just uh, maybe it's just the way you're describing it. I think is well, I'm describing you know like, to be entertaining. I guess he's making fun of himself. So I don't yeah. think he'd say it like I don't say that. it like well. No, I, know, obviously but, I know that, but but you do. I mean, when you're sharing things about your life, you share the positive things to make yourself look you know better, right? Yeah. So until you get to know each other, then show's over, and here's the real me. You know, so. I just, I, I don't, well, I think I told, said before I don't agree with the show's over, but anyway, so. The show I think, ends. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I, did you have an ending to the story, or did I cut you no, off too many was, times? I don't know, the mom got me drunk and I talked a lot, which is not unusual. <laughs> and then, did you guys break up after then? Uh, I mean, it was you were, know, you, were you guys friends ago. with her? Were you friends more friendly with her mom then after that? Yeah, I mean, they seemed to like me. I'm a, I'm a decent you're person. You're a delightful person. Yeah, well, Come thank on. you. Damn it. I thought it was going to go into different. She's like, you're like, mom's by the pool with some wine, and then she offers me well, some wine. I didn't think I could share that. That part would have of the been story. an interesting story. <laughs> I was very excited for the end, but. <laughs> Well, it did not go the way you're thinking, Allison. There's, they were very nice people. 
good moral family <laughs> that likes to drink a lot by the pool and get <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> All right, Allison, do you have one? I wasn't dating the person. I wanted to date the person, and I met his parents, and I was with Tom, and Tom was getting married, mm-hmm. and they thought that um, they thought it was really weird that Tom was hanging out with a girl when he was about to get married. Like that's yeah. how it came back afterwards, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, say, I'm sorry. Set it up a little bit. I... Um, well, I like I like this guy, and then uh, I met his parents, but I don't think he knew I liked him or. Anyway, it it went nowhere. But um, his parents are like went back to him and said, "This is really weird that Tom brought a girl over <laughs> to our house when he's about to get married." And does his wife know that she came over? And we're kind of uncomfortable with this. And hey, there's nothing wrong with a little side action. <laughs> like what? So no, okay. I didn't know this. I, yeah. No, so you guys was it like going to a party or I, I was just hanging out? Just hanging out, and you guys just came in and walked in together. Allison comes, uh, you know, visits family occasionally, and we went out one night. She was visiting the, you know, hung out with my folks for a little bit, and then went out on the town. I don't know where Beth was. I don't know what she was doing. She was in Michigan, I was think, she? for a party or something. Okay, and then you ran into this guy, and then no, we went well, over, we went over to his his oh, place. We went over to his place. Okay, yeah, and his parents were there, and his they they thought that I was like some floozy. Hanging out with Tom while his wife was out of town. Ah, uh, okay. It was probably all the hand-holding. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Tom had his arm around her, yeah. telling about yeah, all the that's times how Tom he goes and, I and walk helps around. the children. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, so mine was my college girlfriend, who uh, I actually recently ran into, and she said she didn't care if we used her name, because she started listening to the show. So this is Sonia, uh, my college girlfriend, and it was our senior year, and we... I was over Christmas break, and it was uh, going to be New Year's Eve, and she lived in Mason City, I lived in Des Moines, and we had been talking, and there was this huge snowstorm that was coming, and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do for New Year's Eve and how we could see each other, and so somehow, I I, I, I don't know, we, we ended up talking, and my parents said, yeah, sure, take the car, go, so... Drove up to Mason City, got in just as this blizzard was coming into town. I'd never met her parents before. Uh, I walk in. Her mom was the sweetest person I've ever met. Eric, thank you. Are you welcome to our home? It's so nice to meet you. I've heard great things about you. Sister comes up, gives me a big hug, and it's like, oh, we can't. I'm so happy that you're here, and you know, blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. And then I walk into the kitchen, and her dad's sitting there with his shirt off, smoking a cigarette, and he looks at me and he kind of just gives me a nod goes back to watching tv doesn't say another word shirt off shirt literally off. not like a wife coffee. beater just shirt off shirt off drinking coffee did he have a good body <laughs> yeah he was he was a tough guy um well i think he was you know obviously trying to get that message across <laughs> good lord man and uh so i said oh hello mr dodge you know it's very nice to meet you and he just said yeah and then just turned back, smoked his cigarette, drank his coffee, and watched TV. And then uh, as the weekend progressed, of course, that was all a big show. And it, he was the nicest man in the world. Um, but, it, you know, it was just, he just did it for fun. But that's what he did. And that's who he was. And I obviously didn't know that at the time. So it was a little strange and weird. But after that, he was amazing. Uh, so it was a joke? He did it as oh, a joke? Oh, yeah. Totally oh, as a joke. Oh, thank God. Yeah. All right, that's good. Yeah, and that's it, pretty funny then. Oh yeah, it was hysterical. I guess uh, him and his 
brother or um, Sonia's brother-in-law had talked about how they were going to act when I walked into the house and how they could make it, you know, this big dramatic thing. And it worked. It was good. It was a good story. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It was fun. Uh, and then, oh God, and then later he gave me these fake lottery tickets and ones that you scratch and it says you win like five grand. <laughs> Please tell me you overreacted. Like oh, absolutely overreacted. I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, I think you want these back. He's like, no, no, you keep them. <laughs> <laughs> but That's I didn't awesome. even get it as bad as a lot of the other guys that she dated. There was, she had told me stories before where he would make them like, uh, climb a tree and before they <laughs> go take her to prom or something like that. So I felt pretty lucky uh, <laughs> with the way I, I was introduced to him. No, he was a, he was a great guy. Um, and it was, a, it was fun. Once he told me, obviously, that it was a joke. I wasn't scared, but it was interesting. That's for sure. I wouldn't be scared. I'd be more like, oh, I got to deal with this character. Come it wasn't, on, it wasn't that. It was just more of a, I know what you're saying, but it was more of a... Uh, what in the world is going on here? Like, what if I... I mean, you come in to the sweetest woman in the world giving you hugs, her sister giving me hugs, and then and then it's just, you know, yeah. cold. <laughs> but it was good. It was fun. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's move on to question two. Now, say your brother or sister brings home somebody that you don't like, or a friend brings over somebody that they've been dating that you don't like. How do you tell them, I don't like this person? break up with them or her well uh well first off uh my older brother's wife who i'm like best friends with i did not like her when i first met her in fact i, I mean like what I just, was the reason i may have been hormonal i was pregnant and i came back and she was she was all like buddy buddy with my dad and they were telling jokes and like oh remember at the bears game and this happened and they were like hugging and like pushing each other laughing and i'm like who are you and what do you think you're doing touching my dad like that? Like it was, I was mad. Mm -hmm. She's like one of my best friends in the whole world now. But, um, did you ever say anything to your brother? No, <laughs> I didn't say anything till later, which I think is usually my stance. Like if I don't like somebody, I, I wait a while. There was one of my good girlfriends that was marrying this guy that I really didn't like. And I kind of dropped some hints along the way. Uh, but then they got engaged and they were going to get married and I went to her bachelorette party and I may have spent a lot of money to try to get her to call off the wedding. They're still married? No. Oh, so your instincts were right. What was the reason why you didn't like the guy? He would like talk down to her and I don't know, we went out one time and I told some story about college and he like berated her like, I am ashamed that you would do so. It was like, and it wasn't even like one of the good stories. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was an average Saturday night. It was Saturday a pretty night. tame story and, and she like ran after him and they left the bar and I like sat there waiting for them to return which they didn't do. Uh, what uh, What did you say to her at the bachelorette party? Like, how did you convey that you didn't like this person? Did you start soft and move up to? Well, I had I had been starting soft for a few months, and then I said, "Look at that dancer man in the Adidas pants. He looks great." <laughs> <laughs> but but on a uh, a little bit more serious note, though, I mean, wh like, what would you say though? Um, I told her, you know, I thought I think you're still in love with the guy you dated in college, and I think that you're jumping in on this because you want to get married and the first one didn't work out and and i think you might want to take some more time what was her reaction was it did was she mad at you or did she say mm -hmm. no she more like rationalized it out she's a very like a systematic thinker and explained all the reasons why it would work anyway they got divorced and she ended up marrying the guy from college that's well, really, not the that's guy in the adidas man uh the dancer man no <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that was a real relationship right right mm -hmm. tom 
I I'm kind of in the camp unless it's like something like abusive or something really awful or you know they're cheating or I, th- I, I think you don't. My theory is you don't know what goes on when right. they're alone, so you have no idea, right? So maybe you think this person's you know, at a bar with them or having a dinner with them, and you're like, oh, I don't like this person. They're not whatever. Mm-hmm. But you really had, you know, you're having small samples, right? So unless it's like something very serious, I would generally say you don't tell them. I didn't tell my sister when she was dating a couple people that I didn't like. I mean, thank God she didn't marry me. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I love my brother-in-law now; he's awesome, uh, and I liked him from the get-go too. Yeah, I don't, and and I'm trying to think. Um, my sister has told me uh, after the fact of a few women that I've dated that she shook her head and was like, "Are you having kidding me? <laughs> How did that happen?" But then you also run into the danger of what if they get back together. You know, yeah, you have to be too. careful about that. You have to like give it a few months before you really let loose. Yeah, on I, an ex. I think that's probably. I don't know. I don't think I would. I would probably say anything either. I'd let it go. But I guess if you feel that strongly, and I had, I was at a wedding one time, and I, I got to be careful how I tell the story. I was at a wedding one time, and a guy. I'm not, I won't say the relationship to the people getting married. Maybe that'll help. But there was a lot of questions going around the wedding the entire time. And it was an open conversation between people of, what is, why is this happening? This is probably not a good deal. And one person said something. And it didn't go over well, obviously. Yeah. Wait, they said it to the bride and groom? Said it to someone close to them, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, one side thought that it was okay and that they agreed with him, and the other side did not. And uh, But it, it was a cloud over the wedding, I would say. To say the least, yeah. I mean. <laughs> to say you don't think they should, they should get married? I would, I would guess so. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, they're still together, uh, a bunch of kids, and as far yeah. as I know, happy. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Again, it goes back to what you were saying. You don't know what it's like behind closed doors. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you, know, you have no idea, right? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's too, again, if it's, unless it's something extremely serious, you have a risk reward. If it's a friend or family member, you, you want them in your life, all of a sudden you start trying to talk them out of this person they're in love with, and all of a sudden they cut you out. They don't cut them out. That's what I would do. Yeah. Actually, I've seen that happen um, where brothers haven't talked to each other for years because. They one of them didn't like the spouse, which is insane to me that that happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta see through it. I mean, you gotta not see through it, but get past it. I guess is I would what I'm think. To say. I mean, you gotta find some way to to make that work. I mean, it's your only brother and your only sister, or what have you. But again, we're ending on a very down note. I didn't I didn't produce these very well. We should have started with these and and moved to the fun ones at the end. <laughs> so, uh, do we have any other stories that we could tell to to kind of uh, uplift us here? Ooh, I have a story. Uh, I went on, so I have my girls weekend with the same girls every time, but I got invited to another group of girls weekend. It was my first time going. Um, And these are all like suburban moms. And the one mom convinced, she was like, listen, the greatest thing you can do for your husband is to take like a little like selfie that exposes some sort of, some part of your body Mm -hmm. and send it to your husband. And he'll be so proud. It'll be your private secret and you'll feel like you did something wrong, but it's fine. It's just your husband. So we're at this and she's giving the whole speech why everyone should do this and and so my one friend does it and sends it to her husband. And we're all laughing. This is like at two in the morning. Sure. And there may have been some wine um, consumed. So the next morning, we wake up. We're like, hey, did he ever write anything back? 
And she's like, no, that's so weird. Oh, no. And so we're we're driving back. And all of a sudden she goes, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. Her cousin has the same first name as her um, husband. And so she sent it to um, her cousin, who happens to be a minister. And it says, like, miss you. (laughs) (laughs) What's it? Did they ever, did did she end up calling him or? No, she she sent this hilarious message after, like, sorry, wrong Bob, you know. Right. Uh, And he never replied or called or she's like, he hates me anyway. I can't believe. That's fantastic. Tom? I've, uh, I'm trying to think of something along that line. Or, I mean, I'll tell you, I'm just I like got a, I got a text today. one time. Um, this was several years ago, but it was clearly not for me, but was about me. Uh, and it was a positive thing, so I was, I was happy to get it. I didn't quite know how to respond. The text basically said, it was clearly to one of her girlfriends that said, just went out with Eric. I had such a great time, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know if he likes me. And I read it, and I was like, I don't know how to respond to this did you like her yeah i did i would just run back i do well that's what i ended up doing but wait wait to steal my thunder but (laughs) no i'm just kidding stepping on the story my Uh, apologies no no i did it all over years earlier so i I, for actually i did that's not the first thing i wrote back what i first wrote back was i don't think this was meant for me and then i didn't hear anything and i said but i bet you and then I said, um, but I like you too, or something like that. Or, oh, what and, a sweetheart. Um, but, I mean, uh, she was mortified. I don't think this was meant for me, but I do think this is meant to be. <laughs> That's what I want to say. Please that stop talking. Smooth. Please stop That's talking. That's so smooth. That's super smooth. <laughs> it reminds me of another story. I was uh, with a mutual friend of all of ours at a Cubs game this year who told me he was the best and smoothest texter and i was texting back and forth with a woman at the game and uh he was trying to tell you what to do i know who this was i know who sure. this is too his wife told me that he says this <laughs> he, he said that's how he got his wife is how smooth of a texter he was oh wow i'd like to see these texts i would do that's, that makes me think of a story that it's nothing to do with relationships um, of the romantic kind. Mm-hmm. But so when I was growing up, I was a caddy at a country club. And when you caddy at a club for a long time, you're around middle-aged and older gentlemen. And the language can get a, <laughs> a little salty. <laughs> get a little salty. And then when you're around the other caddies, you get salty. And it's just part of the culture. Sure. Um, so I, I was down... I was down here. I was an extra in a movie. It actually might have been the movie that you were the PA on, Allison. I was an extra in a movie, and I was going up to my sister's house to sleep over in the city. Um, I must have been in college. So then, or maybe just after college. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So I'm, like, driving downtown. This cab cuts me off or does whatever, and I let loose on the guy. And I, I go about my business. Um, and I get back to my sister's, and a couple hours later, my parents call. And they're like, <laughs> oh, we just got home, and we had a... We had a we had a great voice um, <laughs> voicemail waiting for us. <laughs> so I had like picked up the car, this is a car phone. This is back in the day of the car phone. Right. So I picked up the car phone to call him that I was done working. I was oh, going to no. Carrie's. I guess I didn't realize the phone was like in my you hand. You had to hit end at that point. Yeah, but I guess I was just like and I was just like letting fly. <laughs> my mom played me the message, <laughs> and it's like every country club swear you could ever like. And people who golf know what I'm talking about, like, uh, just in really insulting, vile, filthy words. Right. And uh, and then my mom's like, well, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> it so, was nice, Tom. Yeah. Thank you. So. And uh, 
That'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, next week, uh, we're going to talk about doing the math when it comes to marriage. We're going to talk about, again, since we're getting close to the holidays, uh, how to handle tough questions about dating, marriage, kids, and divorce status uh, around the family. Uh, we will also talk about what's appropriate gift giving during uh, different stages of relationships. That's all coming up next week. For Tom and Allison, I'm Eric Rung. This has been Single Married Divorce. Thanks so much for listening and uh, have a good week, everyone.